maybe this will be very bad, but hopefully it'll get better as time goes on. Quick and Painless Pro Wrestling Podcast, Season 2, Episode 2, Host 1? I don't know. I am a host, or host A, or host, I don't know, but I'm Carter. And I am possibly host B, or B and a half, Dylan, the other host. Yeah. Uppercase and lowercase B. Cursive... B. Cursive? Cursive B host, Dylan. Wingdings B. Yep. Wingdings. Yeah. That's, that's my, if I were... Um, catchphrase? <laughs> if, if I were like a professional polo player, that would be my name. Wingdings B. Roosevelt here. Yeah. Polo is my game. <laughs> Wings are what I eat. <laughs> Try to stop me. Um, Quite an intro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's just scrap that. Let's. Yeah. We're gonna start over. No, but let's go with it. Let's see where it goes. <laughs> it's not going very far. Yeah, we are. I'm already thinking about just quitting yeah <laughs> cancel everything episode everything quitting my job <laughs> quitting my, my mind quitting my gym membership just <laughs> everything yeah just let it fall to pieces ah so yeah like you uh appropriately said earlier well, a few minutes ago uh season two Episode two. <laughs> right. That was my Attack impression. of the Clones. Yeah, Attack of the Clones, special edition. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, how have you been, sir? How have things Good. been going on the uh, Virginian side of your of your life? Yeah, uh, it's, you know, we're, 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 we're doing what we can. We're not, um, I can't complain, you know, I, I think... As far as everything goes, I mean, I, tr- I try not to talk too much about it because I think we get enough of it, right? Can't even turn on the damn TV without are you know, talking about the uh, Chic- about talk about the Chicago Bulls documentary. <laughs> you know it, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta last. relive this. <laughs> this isn't the last dance. This is like not even close to last. As many times <laughs> as I keep seeing it. Yeah, I saw some things where people were kind of poking fun at it, saying that you know ESPN is going to be doing all of these several part documentaries to you know get viewers. So mm-hmm. knowing ESPN, the next one will be Tim Tebow. <laughs> I um, I actually heard possibly Tom Brady. Yeah, I think that's twenty twenty one or something like yeah, that. So they, yeah, they so. screwed that up. <laughs> so everybody, look out! Tom Brady's <laughs> yeah. the last last Please. dance. Please don't cancel your membership. Yeah, I mean, they've got they've got more stuff coming. So more dancing. Yeah, more lasts. No first though. 
Uh, I've been trying to watch more movies, though, because that's something that I don't uh, do very often. I saw The Wrong Missy on Netflix. Have you seen this? Come again? The Wrong Missy. The Wrong Missy. I think you mentioned this to me a while back, and I will give you the answer that I gave you then. No. I have not okay. seen it. Yeah. Hasn't changed. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. So it is a Happy Madison movie. Oh, yes. Okay. Yep. And it's uh, it stars David Spade and Nick Swardson and, I don't know, some other people are in it. Um, but, um, I mean, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I don't know. I was talking to somebody yesterday and they were like, that movie was dumb. I was like, okay, well, <laughs> you got to go into it. Like, I don't know. Especially comedies, especially like Happy Madison comedies that are, um, you know, Adam Sandler's not in it. So it's like a lot of his secondary characters that are doing it, like Grandma's Boy, you know? Yeah. Those types of movies, of course it's dumb. Like, go into it expecting it to be dumb, but, like, mm-hmm. that's what it is, and just try to enjoy it for what it is. Easy for us to say, or easy for me to say about this yeah. when we don't do that about wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take anyway. what you learn from Happy Madison films and apply that to professional wrestling. <laughs> no! Um, this is serious! Yeah. It's, <laughs> um, no, those movies are definitely have a formula to them, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, But I always... Uh, I, I always will watch anything with David Spade in it. Um, plus, he plays a very great straight man. Um, straight man. That's, uh, that's wait, industry, what? <laughs> in, industry terms for you. For not um, being gay. <laughs> <laughs> no, the guy that's not like the outlandish character. You know, he's just the guy that reacts. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's he's always great at that. So, yeah. Anyway. Good enough movie. I, I'd check it out. It's good enough for you. <laughs> yeah, it's good enough for me. Why not? You know, <laughs> I started watching the uh, Rise of Skywalker. Ooh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then it was like the middle of the day, and then work started getting crazy. I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to like we're, actually pay attention put a, to this movie. We're gonna put a stop to this rise. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> I, I um, since it came out on Disney Plus like a couple weeks ago, I tried watching it again. Mm-hmm. And trying to like actually sit there and watch it all the way through, and like, uh, I don't know if it was just because it was ten thirty at night, but um, yeah, I I tapped out. I was like, I, I can't do this right now. <laughs> I I cannot rise with Skywalker. <laughs> now I forgot. Point. Did you <laughs> did you like it or not? I was kind of iffy about it. Oh, okay. because when I went and saw it in theaters, I took my daughter with me, and that was when you had, had to. Go in and out and in and out? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, um, but, yeah, from what I did saw see of it, I was kind of iffy. I was like, eh, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm going to have to uh, uh, inject coffee into my veins and sit mm-hmm. and try to, uh, try to go over it again. And maybe I'll have a different opinion or maybe I'll just be like, yeah, I was right from what I saw. So. Yeah, I mean, I didn't make it very far, um, but from what I was watching, I was like, uh, it was hard to kind of keep up with everything that was going on, wasn't it? I didn't get very far. Well, from what you did see, like, because the movie moves at such a fast pace, because you're, 
here at one point and then bam, you're with, you know, a group of other characters and they're just, you know, all this dialogue that you're trying, they're just spitting at you and you're just trying to be like, okay, they said this, they said this, oh, they're flying through this other thing right now and oh, they said some more things. What did they say? They have to go to what? What? Huh? Huh? And I don't know. Yeah, at least for me, it was just like, got it. Such a fast paced movie and just kind of hard to kind of keep up with it. I, I, for me, it's just a lot of it is presentation. Like I just, I really don't like like the baby face presentation of of Ray. Mm-hmm. How it's like, okay, you've seen all this, you know, you've seen what uh, Homeboy's doing for the first part of the movie, and he found the Emperor and blah, blah blah whatever, and then it's like, you know, slow zoom, slow like you know, pan into wherever she is, just meditating in like thin air, you know. Mm-hmm. And then it's like she hits you with blue steel all of a sudden, you know, and like, <laughs> you're like, it's you know, and beautiful. so, you know, and that, as soon as that happens, like they're go, they're, they're looking for the, the audience that, that's watching to just be like, yeah, there she is. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're sorry. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know why I, I, you know, again, this is a, a wrestling podcast and like, it's like, Wrestling can sometimes be the king of cheese, right? Yeah. And cheap pops and all that. But that kind of cheese, especially in a movie, I don't know. I guess when I think of like the Star Wars series, I don't think of moments like that. So when I see it, I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. There's your Star Wars minute from the <laughs> Quick and Painless Pro Wrestling that's Podcast. A, that's, a new, that's a new segment. <laughs> yep, the Star Wars minute. We, we're going to watch like 15 minutes of Rise of Skywalker, then we'll get on and we'll dissect those 15 minutes that we watch, and then next yeah. week we'll watch another 15 minutes. So. <laughs> <laughs> and yet another cheap pop. No. Yeah. Uh, I will say, you know, we, we we started season two really strong with episode one. It was coming out of the gate swinging. And like, all right, yeah, we're back. We're going to record consistently back, every baby. week. <laughs> and then last week comes. <laughs> I mean, Silence. you were even like, hey, we want to introduce new segments. We can't even record two weeks in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, but man. But if we were... Yeah, uh, and we did introduce your new news segment. Um, I would now, say the breaking news last week was that Drew Gulak was now a free agent. So now we can say the breaking news this week: Drew Gulak is back with WWE. <laughs> <has resigned> with <laughs> yeah. WWE, <laughs> and that was your news minute. From <laughs> yeah, that's need to come up with some news music. Yeah, do 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 do. Um, no, that's strange okay. though. Um, so they, so we'll take three people for example: um, Drake Maverick, Kurt yep. Angle, and Drew Gulak. Yep. All, all released, all released. But then, well, I don't uh, think Gulak was released. I think his contract expired. Yes, that's right. I'm, I apologize. Yes, he, um, he let his contract expire, and it was believed that he was not going to resign right but, but he did so and good for him you know I, I i like that he um is starting to get some some uh attention it's cool that he's with daniel bryan um mm-hmm. 
so who knows? So maybe it'll be very good for him. Yeah, I was. I'm kind of starting to get into that whole uh, Gulak and Brian chemistry that they have going on. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just wonder if Daniel Bryan's going to resign. That, yeah, because his contract's up in the like in the next couple months or so. Right? Yeah, September. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. I, very interesting because you see, you know. I don't know if you watch Total Bellas. No. <laughs> See, I do <laughs> for two reasons. <laughs> well, more than two reasons. One but. of their one of their names is Bree, and <laughs> <laughs> my wife watches Total Bellas. Yeah. Um. So I, of course, watch it too. Yeah. But no, I. I mean, I've always been into like when they first came out with Total Divas. I was like. I'm going to watch this because it's it's a different perspective and obviously it's not completely real, right? So mm-hmm. um, it's kind of another form or forum for them to tell stories. Mm-hmm. Problem is, I don't know that they've ever really utilized it the best way to be able to have those that crossover mm-hmm. and like create storylines. But I think that there is an opportunity there and I think that's cool. And so that's why I've always wanted to keep up with it. But anyway... On Total Bellas, there is a little bit of dissension among Daniel Bryan and Bree because of his travel schedule, and obviously they're having another kid, yes. right? Yes, So, I mean, if that's a big bone of contention, like, you can solve that pretty easily <laughs> going to AEW. Yeah. You wrestle once a week. I'll just wait until home. September, and everything will be fine after that. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but I- at the same time... I also worry about stuff like that, you know, because AEW can't sign everyone. Right. And if they do, then they're they're kind of like, what are you going to do with all of these, quote, AEW originals, like Jungle Boy, you know? Mm-hmm. Where are they going to fit into the fold if you have all, exactly. yeah, all these ex-WWE guys coming over? Right. Yeah. How are you going to, how are you going to? Mix them all together and make sure everybody gets an equal chance to shine. So right. to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I would say so far they're doing a good job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really love what they're doing with Brian Cage so far. Oh, he looked like a beast on Wednesday, didn't he? Yeah. I think that's that's what you need from a from a big guy like that. Totally. You need yes. You have somebody like that, you need to have him just come in and just wipe the floor with whoever he's in the ring with for like, you know, a, a couple of months or so just to kind of build him up and then, you know, get him into something that's, you know, that's, uh, that's good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> One time. Fun yeah, fact. Yeah. yeah. One time there was a tweet that I sent many months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, uh, this is paraphrasing. I don't remember what I said in the tweet. Feel free to look it up. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll get right uh, on that. At, so. at Carter J. Gray, uh, G-R-A-Y. Uh, no. Um, but anyway, I said, if I were in charge of a wrestling promotion, I would back the truck up to Brian Cage and just dump boatloads of money at his feet. Because mm-hmm. I thought I thought back then he was a special talent. He's crazy agile and athletic crazy strong has a good look the only thing that i would 
say against him is that he's not the greatest talker. But then again, I don't know that he's been in a, in a situation where he's had to do uh, so. Right, exactly. So you really don't know until you do it. But anyway, so seeing him in this opportunity is is awesome. I think that that is going to be huge for him, but it also could be huge for AEW too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, everybody just heard it here first. Carter Gray is taking credit for Brian Cage being right. signed to AEW. Tony Khan, man, he's just been. He, yeah. he checks my profile every once in a while. See what I'm, leave some see what note, I'm saying? Did you leave some notes when we got out of his basement and behind <laughs> some that he found? Notes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I snuck upstairs and put him on his bathroom mirror. Yeah, he's like, "What the hell are all these restaurant napkins with writing on them doing in my bathroom?" <laughs> Brian, and who Cage. the hell's Alex Trent? Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like a winner. <laughs> uh, why should i push johnny dynamo yeah did you say donnie dynamo no johnny it's all well, the way you said it from the way i heard it it sounded like you said donnie dynamo all right play the tape back yeah <laughs> um so i was thinking about this like earlier in the week uh, something like to talk about um we've both been slightly in the independent pro wrestling uh business for you know a couple of years correct sure yeah <laughs> yeah that's what you want to call it um <laughs> uh, so um i was thinking what when you look back on your wrestling career that you had and i'm gonna answer this too what do you feel like was the most embarrassing moment that you had? Oof. Most embarrassing moment? Hmm. That's a good question. I thought you were going to say, like, proudest moment or something. Oh, like no, that. no. We want, like, oh, we want 100% well. <laughs> embarrassment. <laughs> you know? Man, I don't know. Yeah, just like one moment where you're like, oh my God, I can't believe that happened and that. Everybody saw that. Or just uh, like, I can't believe I messed that up. Wow. I don't, you know what? You answer. Let me think about mine. Okay. Um, so my incident actually didn't happen in front of a crowd. It actually happened in a <laughs> locker room. Oh, I was going to say, so it was a real independent show. Yeah. <laughs> no one was yeah. there. Whew, thank God. Um, so I was having a match with Cheesy John. Yeah. And this was like one of our, this is probably like our second or third match. And we were wrestling in a high school gym. And mm-hmm. we had this like no disqualification match planned out because that's, you know, that's what we wanted to do when we first got it. We wanted to do no disqualification matches. So, um, bell rings in like five minutes or four or five minutes into the match we are already up in like the bleachers and fighting we start like fighting back down and cheesy john like trips or something on the bleachers and hits like mm-hmm. his rib on the corner of the bleacher and he falls Oof. to the floor and i go down and like i try to pick him back up and um Oh, you may have to edit this out, but um Oh great. Yeah, so I was trying to pick him back up and he's like, just fucking bid me. 
just fucking pin me. <laughs> <laughs> and granted, we had like this whole match planned out. Like we were going to go, we had other, it was going to be at least like a 20 minute match. So yeah, he was just like, just fucking pin me, just fucking pin me. And so I'm like, Oh my God. So I pinned him Match is over in like five minutes. And I come, you know, I was, I was upset, you know, not necessarily at him, but just at the situation. Sure. So I come like storming back into the locker room and like there was a chair or something that was sitting in the locker room and I think somebody also just like got done showering so the floor is wet. So I go to kick the chair. I miss the chair and slip and like <laughs> I fall like right on my back and just everybody in the locker room was just sitting there laughing and yeah i think that was the most embarrassing moment that i had was this this was in saginaw right this was in cold water really yeah oh okay well all right yeah okay well i can't think of um I'm sure there's, uh, I'll, you know, the more I think about it, I'll, I'll have more. But you brought up Cheesy John getting hurt and saying, just, you know, just pin me. Yeah. So that does remind me, I was in, I was wrestling for IWA East Coast um, when it was the Zero G tournament. Um, and uh, I don't know if you're familiar with East Coast, but it's uh, Madman Pondo's promotion. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> I was in the finals. It was me versus a guy by the name of Shima Zion. I don't know if you've kept up with his career. That but sounds familiar. It sounds he's like now familiar known name. as Joaquin Wild in NXT. Okay. So I was, you know, I didn't know much about him, whatever. And I was, um, <clears throat> as we were going through the match in, in, in the back, I was like, okay, this is, this is going to be tough. Like this guy's, he's got a lot. He's, he's good. And like, um, you know, I, I was really into combos and, uh, that was really starting to become more of my style as more combination wrestling rather than just like big move pinfall. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, flashy move pinfall. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was that way too. He had a lot of combos, but anyway, I don't know what happened. I, I uh, in the match that did this, but, Something happened to where it was, I got this sharp pain in my rib and I thought for sure I broke it because I couldn't breathe mm-hmm. at all. And uh, we're maybe eight minutes into the match and this happens. And I was like, dude, something's not right. Something's not right. He's like, what do I do? I was like, give me a rest spot. He gives me a rest spot and I'm still, st- I can't recover. And I was like, you're just going to have to pin me. <laughs> just pin me. Just we, pin I, me. Said, I said, I said, let's go to the finish. Let's go to the finish. So we just went right to the finish. He hit his move and one, two, three. And I remember hearing someone go, that's it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I felt like shit because I also felt like that was my first time working for Pondo. Yeah. And I thought I thought he was going to be pissed. Like That, you was, Pondo, just... that was Pondo yelling, though, that's it? <laughs> From the back? <laughs> yeah. So I got in the back and I'm laying down like just in horrible pain. And thankfully, you know, everyone was super cool and like, you know, hey, are you OK? And it, it was what it was. But yeah, I'm I still to this day think about that every once in a while. And I'm like, man, that could have been such a great match. And I blew it. Yeah, that was it. That was it. That's <laughs> oh, over. It's over. Yeah. 
Do you ever figure out why, like, your ribs started hurting? What happened that caused I've that? never seen the match. Uh-huh. Um, and you can't remember, recall it off the top of your head of what, what might have happened? No. Nope, no idea. But see, as you know, <clears throat> independent wrestling from the early thousands, you know, the early 2000s to, like, mid-2010s or whatever. Mm-hmm. You would go wrestle at shows. You'll never see that match ever. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you know you couldn't you couldn't record right. And if you if you had a camera, you had to try to like if you actually had a video camera, which not many people did. Mm-hmm. This is before we had cameras on our phones. <laughs> you couldn't. Uh, you the promoters wouldn't let you record the match. Mm-hmm. And so if you actually got to a good uh, a decent amount uh, decent enough promotion where the promoter would let you record the match. Again, you actually had to have a camera, and so it was a big thing. Not until I started wrestling for, you know, Mid-South or CZW did, was I, like, they actually had, like, a real camera crew to, like, you know. Do different, but even then shoot different angles them. and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, even then you had to buy your own stuff, which is, like, <laughs> something else that never I never really got. I was like, so... You get <laughs> it's basically my intellectual property, but somehow it's yours because you recorded it. Yeah, but I, you know, I don't know how it is now. I, I'm sure times have changed, but man, back then, yeah. So anyway, my point is, is I never saw that match. No idea. I don't even really remember what happened in it, other than that. Uh, other than somebody yelling, "That's it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Good discussion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Mega Man's Revenge. Oh, uh, yeah. Um. Well, uh, should we get into our segments? Yeah, I suppose we should. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so we, we do have segments in this show. It's not just a bunch of banter back and forth, although sometimes, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll surprise you. I don't know. But <laughs> um, the segments are the best of the week and the worst of the week. And so, without further ado, we will go to our best there is, best there was, and best there ever will be, best thing of the week. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be! So, I'm going to turn it to you, sir. What would you say is your best thing of this week? Fight pit, baby. Fight pit! Fight pit! One rule to fight pit. No, um... (laughs) Yeah, I watched that last night, and I was just really impressed with the match um so you're referring to nxt's main event between matt riddle matt riddle and, and timothy thatcher yes in a fight pit in match a fight pit match that's right with special referee kurt angle yes sir um, all right so it had a very unique setup did you happen to see any pictures of the actual cage itself yes okay cool so you know it was a mesh cage around the ring like wwe uses for the regular steel cage match but Mm -hmm. it had a like a walk around uh what like a platform you call it like a platform that went all the way around the cage on top of it okay yeah so they had um a ref on top of the platform and then they had a ref inside of the ring so if I guess by if it, any chance, well, the only way to win the match is by knockout or submission. 
Right. Yeah. So in case they happen to get up on top of the platform and there's a ref up there to, you know, see the action and call it as somebody quits or submits. So, oh, hold on one second. Oh, what the hell? Love Sorry, you too, Dylan. Oh, thank oh. you, thank you. <laughs> <clears throat> no, my daughter came in real quick, so um, I'm gonna have to find some like you, that that music that you play. You know, not Jeopardy music, but like the <laughs> you know, like we'll be right back. Oh anyway. yeah, like do 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 do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that. <laughs> um. So yeah, back to fight pit. Um, fight pit. Fight pit. Um, it was a very physical match. Yeah. It kind of seemed like mostly a lot of it wasn't planned out. It was just Probably kind of, not, yeah. it was just kind of more like a free, free for all with some planned spots like sprinkled out through the match. But, um, it was basically pro wrestling's version of a MMA fight. Well, opinion. have you ever seen Josh Barnett's Bloodsport? With Jean-Claude Van Damme? No. <laughs> that was an indie wrestling show. I actually, yeah, I think I have. They have like a like a platform that they wrestle on, but there's no ropes. Yep. Yeah, I've seen clips of that. Yep, Killer Cross has, has done it. Um, Moxley was supposed to do it, and then he got that um, staph infection or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway yeah i have seen that and um yeah i saw like close but i was kind of a fan of that um but yeah they basically worked it like a pro wrestling mma style type of match you know there's a lot of um for matt riddle side a lot of strikes mm-hmm. and um kind of more mma stylish offense from him and on timothy thatcher side he's more of a you know, a catch wrestler, you know, mm-hmm. he kind of used that kind of style in the match, you know, with some strikes here and there. Um, but I know I love the dynamic between those two. I mean, like I said, when they're in the ring with each other, they, they bring it and they bring it really hard. And nice. yeah, it was, it was exciting to watch. Um, I think at one point they did a spot where Riddle, I can't remember, <clears throat> excuse me, if he, like need Thatcher in the mouth or some sort of, you know, leg strike into Thatcher's mouth, but um he hit him and then they did a spot where it looked like Riddle oh, knocked his teeth out, yeah, right? Yeah, knocked his teeth out and he was like bleeding from the mouth and everything like that. And um so he had to go over to the side of the cage so the doctor could like examine him, you know, kind of make sure no, are you okay? Can you continue? Blah, 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 blah. But they had this really cool shot where the doctor was like shining a light, a flashlight right into Thatcher's mouth. And he's just like, you can't see me doing it, but um, he's like got his mouth wide open and he's just like showing um, where he allegedly got his teeth knocked out and everything like that. And it was just a really cool image. You know, huh. yeah, I'm sure you can go and find it, or if you watch the match, you'll see what I'm talking about. <clears throat> um, but um, 
they continued the match and eventually they somehow i forget how they fought on top of the platform and you know they're doing like a bunch of you know hard hitting submission style wrestling on top of that uh some suplexes um at one point riddle strikes thatcher and he kind of you know falls from the platform back down into the ring and then riddle does his broton splash mm-hmm. i think of what it's called from the platform on the thatcher which looked really cool uh legitimately look legitimately looked like it hurt and nice yeah but uh a little bit more back and forth and then thatcher put on a was it like a rear sleeper rear naked sleeper Choke, hole yeah. yeah on him and he ended up passed out yep riddle passed out and thatcher beat riddle in the first ever fight pit match so. yeah yeah i mean great stuff i think um It'll be interesting to see what happens with Matt Riddle, you know, with rumors swirling around that he's getting called up. Mm-hmm. How's he going to be presented? You know, NXT really fits him because it fits his wrestling style. You know, he is more gritty. He is more hard hitting. He is more um, technical. And, you know, on the you don't necessarily have that on the on Raw and SmackDown. His personality, I mean, the extension of his personality that he uses on on NXT fits more well, more with the main roster, I think, than his mm-hmm. actual wrestling style. But I guess that's the problem. Yeah. Is that, he'll, that they will <laughs> use that, I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll tout that for all it's worth and then some just overexpose that and yeah to the point where they start doing just like possibly hokey stuff with him right yeah yeah he'll be like uh what's the name of that tag team that does like the snl stuff I was uh, gonna say the street street profits but that ain't it the tag team <laughs> that does the snl oh, wait, stuff that is it yeah street profits oh okay yeah yeah. Sorry. My brain is a little melted today. But yeah, how they just basically just do skits. Like they rarely wrestle. Yeah, exactly. That'll be him. <laughs> I hope not. He's like, he's so good in the ring and he's just got like such a great style that he presents. And I would, I would really hate to see him just go, you know, the way of just, you know, kind of like a, somewhat comedy act because like, mm-hmm. he's, he's more than that i honestly believe he's more than that so yeah almost like kevin owens which i'll get to that but ooh, ooh teaser ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah so that was my best of the week um what <laughs> what is your best of the week so my best of the week um and apparently was several other people's best of the week because even with Fight Pit, even with, um, you know, Champa and Gargano and, and all of that on NXT, AEW still drew more than than NXT. It was, I don't know, eight, 830,000 to 720,000, something like that. Yeah. So 
naturally, my best of the week is AEW Dynamite as a whole. Please explain. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was such a good show coming off of a pay-per-view. You know, they um, they were able to just continue on, um, uh, you know, into new storylines, um, telling new stories and, and all of that. I love how they do. I love how not every squash match or, or, or like uh, enhancement talent match isn't the same. Mm-hmm. You know, we've all been conditioned for pretty much our entire viewing lives of wrestling that you see someone in the ring, it's going to be a quick three to five minute match. You know, the dude, you know, I've, I've been in plenty of squash matches before (laughs) me, Thriller and uh, Terry Stevens. Well, it was like, uh, yeah, we were in a squash, squash match against this dude. It was a stupid thing. It was like local television in Lansing. Yeah. And this guy was like 40 some years old, you know, one of those guys, you know, on the Michigan scene that's, I mean, no, no offense to people on the Michigan scene. I'm just, this is one of those guys that's like, oh yeah, you know, I could have been a contender, but you know, this happens. So just listen to me, kid. You know, one of those things. Yeah. And then you get out there and he's extremely unsafe and he almost kills everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so Ben and Hanson's out mm-hmm. for, <laughs> um, but, um, anyway, um, still like that. What's her name? Christy Jane's. Wrestled uh, Hikaru Shida. Yes. So she was just in the ring, you know, like, hey, here's, I'm wrestling Shida. And that was like a eight minute match. Mm-hmm. And like, she even got some falsies. She got uh, some spots. I mean, it was, it was legit. And I like how they do that. They did that with uh, Kenny Omega against, uh, what's that dude's name? Angels. Yeah, something. I forget what it was that matchy. Alan Angels or something like that. Yeah. And so I like that rather than it just being, you know, you get in there and get squashed and that's that and that's that. But I, I like that it's um, it's becoming a lot less predictable now. You know, early on last season, you and I were talking about this and I said, <clears throat> I said, I just don't want it to get predictable because of the the records. Right. It was like, well, so and so can't afford to lose. Like I think at the time it was Kenny Omega we were talking about. Kenny Omega can't afford to lose because that'll hurt his record and they're really trying to play up records so you know he's not going to lose. Mm-hmm. But now that's changing. You know, for example, you saw Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc beat SCU. You know, so now they'll have a shot at the tag team titles is next that, week. Is that the first time they team together? Or have they teamed together on like maybe episodes on Dark? On dark? Yep. Yeah. But again, something unpredictable, you know? Yeah. Go on. That's it. No. Oh, that's it. It's unpredictable. <laughs> For the most part. Yeah. Um, and, and just, yeah, just the overall presentation. I like that Mox is actually being presented as a champ, you know, instead of just the guy holding the belt at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, him being able to kind of preside over a match that Brian Cage is in and... Um, him really being able to have that personality of a tough guy, which is what he's always wanted. Yeah. You know, when he was in WWE, he wanted to be the lunatic fringe. He wanted to be like a little crazy, but like a tough guy, like 
not a comedian and like a goofball and oh and every once in a while i can win matches too and get vaccine shots right and so um yeah just uh, the show overall was entertaining from beginning to end um i loved the uh tyson and jericho segment see i missed that because i was watching um Fight pit. Fight pit. Um, <laughs> so, so you like, didn't see it at all. Uh, I saw like a brief highlight of it earlier, but um, I was like switching back and forth between Dynamite and NXT, and then once you know, Fight Pit, Fight Pit came on. I uh, <laughs> I was you know enthralled in watching that, but I did I did read about it. Yeah, I mean it was a, a, a nothing segment kind of a throwaway segment but it was it was funny um but it was also just wildly entertaining you know um it it helps that it helps that everyone doesn't have a script you know and i know we've talked about this at long lengths Mm -hmm. but sometimes when they're presenting a segment it's so overproduced. Not AEW. I guess I'm referring to WWE in this instance, but mm-hmm. it's so overproduced that it's like you're waiting for someone to say something. You know, like okay, we gotta we gotta get camera two <laughs> when he says yeah. this. You know, and there will and, be nobody who can stop me now. You know, like right? Yeah. Cue the so, music. Cue it. Cue it. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, I don't know. Plus, you got um, the freaking revival. No, 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 not the revival. Oh, sorry. F- FTR. 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 Yeah, man. What do you think about that? How have we not talked about that yet? I, I don't know. I did see that, though, when I was switching back and forth. I did happen to switch back at the right moment and see the revival drive their truck. FTR. FTR. <laughs> FTR. Drive their truck into. Flight pit. Yeah. <laughs> um, does everybody just get to like drive a truck into AEW whenever they like? Well, I don't. I mean, <laughs> I guess it, the, the secret's out now that 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 stage, that part of the arena is completely unguarded. Yeah. So if automobile to rush the ring, accessibility is permitted right. in that area yeah. at any time. So, um, no, I <clears throat> I liked it. It was definitely unexpected. I didn't, mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't think they were gonna, you know, show up. I didn't see any anybody report that they were. There's a rumor that they were gonna show up. I didn't see anything like that. So it was definitely surprising. I, I really want to see FTR and the Young Bucks go at it. Oh yeah, I don't everybody know. does. Yeah, I, I don't know why they went after Butcher and the Blade, but I mean, I guess I'll. We'll have to wait and see what the what um, the reasoning is behind all of that, but yeah. I hope they keep them apart as long as possible. I would have loved it if they just came in and just, you know, cold cocked Butcher and the Blade out of the ring, and then just went right after the Young Bucks and just demolished them. Well, I'm that sure that would have been a sight to see. I think. I'm sure that their their story is probably going to be something like. You know, we want you guys at 100%. That's why we didn't make a move or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, 
Um, but I, yeah, I hope that they keep them apart for as long as possible because you want that to just build and build and build. One of my favorite things in recent WWE history is it was like uh, the money in the, I think it, I think it was the Money in the Bank ladder match. I don't know. I could be wrong, but it was uh, AJ and Nakamura were two of the competitors in the match. Mm-hmm. And it just got to a point where like Nakamura like had a ladder out and AJ was like struggling to get to his feet. And then he got to his feet and then they locked eyes. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time since both of them were in WWE that they faced off at all. And it was like the crowd just went nuts you because mean, there was that New Japan, right? They faced and off. so, yeah. Okay. So okay. they they both picked the grabbed the side of the ladder and moved it aside, and then instead of both climbing it, they were like, "All right, let's do this." And then they like were about to fight, and then someone came in and in in. Oh, I think it. I remember that. Yeah, I think that I was such a that. cool image. It was such a, a great build up. Everything. So for them to do something like that here would be great, where they keep them apart, keep them apart, and then all of a sudden... They both grab a ladder, and then... They both grab a ladder. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now, I just... It's cool to see them there. I think everybody knew that they were going to be there, but now that they they are there, uh, I mean, just them versus the Young Bucks, them versus SCU, them versus, you know, Kenny and, and Hangman Page... I just all of the possibilities. Tag team wrestling is alive and well, and it's exciting to see. There you go. But yeah, so my best thing is just uh, AEW Dynamite as a whole. It was like I said, it was just entertaining from beginning to end. I watched it twice actually. I have it recorded. I gotta kind of go over it and rewatch it again. Kind of. Uh, rewatch some of the stuff that I didn't get to, or watch some of the stuff that I didn't get to see. So, looking forward see, to I it. Need, definitely, I need to set a recording for NXT because, for whatever reason, so I have a, um, uh, I guess it's like a division of Comcast. But for whatever reason, AEW is available on demand, like as soon as the clock strikes midnight. I think. Oh really? Um, and NXT isn't. That's weird. Yeah, I wonder if it's some sort of agreement between yeah. your cable company and USA, or lack yeah. of agreement where they don't have the that option to put it on demand. I don't know. Well, is it on the network? That may be true. That. I, that, if it is, that might be. Yeah. What an idiot! Duh. I should I should know this. <laughs> I think it. I think they do put the episode of NXT on the network at some point. So, okay. Well, yeah. Um, what about Double or Nothing? Did you see any of it? Uh, I I started to watch the Stadium Stampede match, but I did not get all the way through it. I it's just been uh, the past you know couple days. I haven't had a chance to actually sit down and watch it, but. So no is your answer. <laughs> well, as much as I boast about being able to see Dynamite, you know, on demand, uh, I didn't. You didn't see Double or Nothing on demand? <laughs> I didn't see Double or Nothing on Saturday. Yeah. Um, and so then I was like, that's fine. I'll just order it on Sunday. So Sunday, 
I pull it up and you couldn't even couldn't even order it. Oh really? So is this yeah, on it only uh, pay per view or uh, was it yeah. Bleacher Report? Pay pay per view, yeah, yeah. So it only just became available again, I think, yesterday. So that's weird. I wonder. I, I wonder know, why I is that? What's going on? Yeah. Who knows what it could be? <laughs> so one question I did have for you. Okay. Let's see if I still have the note because it was for last week's episode, but you blew that. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is—I'll just read it for what it is. Um, who would you say are the most notable current free agents, and where do you think, or where would you like to see them show up? Give me like the most three free agents, man. I actually have to think of who is available right now. Oh, I am drawing a blank on who's available right now. Who is available? I mean, (laughs) last, last week I probably would have said, you know, FTR, right? Has one of them. Um, yeah, this Drew, was Drew Gulak. Yeah, possibly. Um, yeah, but you know that's complete, completely changed this week. So yeah, oh, who else? Yeah, last week my list was EC3, FTR. Yeah, Gallows, Gallows, and Anderson, and Drew Gulak. But obviously Gulak is. Not a free agent, neither is FTR. So EC three, Gallows and Anderson. It's heavily rumored that uh Gallows and Anderson are gonna go back to New Japan though, once right. everything kinda kicks off again over there. Right. Yeah. And then probably uh Zack Ryder, right? Uh, I wouldn't consider him like a top free agent necessarily. I mean he definitely has name recognition. Yeah. And, you know, he could bring some of that over, but, you know, to wherever he goes or whatever shows he decides he wants to be on. But, I mean, I don't think, and it's nothing against, you know, Ryder himself or anything, but I just think with the way he was portrayed in WWE, it didn't really add any more value to his name, honestly. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's a disappointment. I always like Zack Ryder, you know, very charismatic. You and, same. Yeah, you yeah. could say the same about Cody Rhodes, though. That's true. That is true. But the way he was portrayed in WWE, you know, yeah. as Stardust. And then once he left there, he really he really took off and blossomed. And look where he's at right now. So I guess, yep. you know, maybe if given a proper opportunity, uh, Zack Ryder could you know, possibly prosper in some place. Yeah. But I mean, maybe he doesn't, maybe he doesn't even want to wrestle for a while. Maybe he's happy collecting toys. I doubt it. He, <laughs> no, I bet he's happy he's, collecting toys. <laughs> I believe be true. But no, he is one of those guys that has to wrestle. Yeah. So, huh. Well, I guess we should get to our other segment. I completely forgot. Oh, yeah. We we do have a worst of the week, don't we? (laughs) Yes, the other end of the spectrum. The best... Oh, no. What's it called? Oh, yeah. He's going to puke. Yeah. 
Huh? That, what? <laughs> oh my God. Huh? Oh my God. He's, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's coming and puke! He's gonna puke! He's gonna puke! He's gonna puke! He's gonna puke! Uh, Alright, so t- lay it on me. What you got? Uh, you're obviously a big sports fan, right? <laughs> <laughs> I like this setup so far, yes. Yeah? Okay. Who, me? Yeah, you. Um, <laughs> Could it be? <laughs> Is it? Uh, so, uh, being a sports fan, what do you think of the sports rivalry going on between the Street Profits and the Viking <laughs> Raiders right now? Hey, sports fan. <laughs> um, I don't. I, yeah. You tell me what you think about it. Oh, you pretty much said it all for me right there. <laughs> With your stuttering and your lack of an answer. No. I don't. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Uh, yeah, you tell me. <laughs> Wait, ask me again. Okay, what do you. Fight Pit! <laughs> Fight Pit! Um, do you happen to see the recent sports competition? Like this past week on Raw between the Street Profits and the Viking Raiders. It didn't enlighten me. Oh, okay. Well, this week they played golf. Okay. Yeah. So they met up on a golf course, and for some reason, yeah, it, I, it was just stupid. Okay. <laughs> You're gonna have to trust me on it this. Was, yeah, I, I don't need. I don't want to go farther too much into it, but it was stupid. No, it was just, it was just corny, just hokey kind of stuff. And you know, Viking Raiders not knowing how to play golf, and then one of them throwing the golf club like an axe or something like that. You know lands close to the hole and they're all like and then you know street profits just hitting fantastic shots with even better cutaways of the ball going into the hole (laughs) even after it sailed into like the opposite direction of where the hole was nice yeah um it was just goofy and somehow they got kicked off the course and then they end up in a mini golf course and they're playing mini golf and oh in case you want to know the street profits won so it sounds like that's where it was going yeah yeah so <laughs> uh, yeah i i don't know where they're going with this i mean viking raiders should be treated more seriously so should the street profits too i mean yeah. i don't i don't i don't want to see holy moly part 2 on monday night right. raw you know right yeah, which I did this week. I did watch Holy Moly too. I watched an episode <laughs> of it. So <laughs> Rob Riggle is oh, man. he's hilarious. <laughs> Rob Riggles is hilarious, but <laughs> that's fine for a show about miniature golf, not right? Yeah, not on Monday Night Raw. And I tell you, it blows my mind that Raw still draws more than NXT. Well, I mean, Raw is a brand that's been around for a brand name that's been around for many, many years, and you know, yeah. So was Toys R Us. <laughs> oh, Jeffrey, and Sears, <laughs> and Sears, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and freaking Blockbuster Video. J- I mean, J C Penny, and yeah, the list goes on. The XFL. 
<laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, I just I I can't stand that. It's like oh, they only drew one point seven million, which sucks. Don't get me wrong. I mean, but, what were they drawing in the Stone Cold days? Oh God, like, ten plus. Something like that. Well, I, I don't know. I don't think it's ten, but I think it was anywhere between like four to six million in that range. I could be wrong. I mean, but you know. Yeah, but the fact that it does that it even does one point seven. Like, I'm like, really? That many people watched this? <laughs> I mean. We're we're getting into what my worst of the week is too because it's it comes from the same show but mm-hmm. I just I'll watch it and I'm like this is uh, not good it's just not good <laughs> yeah like <laughs> I mean it's too bad that SmackDown is when it is because Nakamura and Styles had a hell of a match there and that could have been my best of the week but yeah. Raw is terrible, and I hate what they've done to Kevin Owens. Another one of my favorite segments in recent history is when they were doing that whole Kofi Kingston thing where he was constantly getting robbed and getting removed from title matches. Mm -hmm. You know, they're like, nah, you're just not ready. You know, we don't... You're really nothing more than a C-plus player, you know? That whole build-up to him going to WrestleMania, that was really well done. I got to hand it to him. They did great with that. Yeah. But another great thing about that was when they were doing the contract signing, and then Vince McMahon comes out, and he's like, sorry, I just I can't give it to you. I'm going to give it to this man right here, Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. And it was Kevin Owens' return. Mm-hmm. He... He was such a, a badass when he came out there, you know, and he is a legitimate, incredible talent, you know, beat John Cena, you know, on his debut night and, and all of these cool things that you could like add to his resume and be like, see, he's a legitimate athletic threat. And then he goes out and does goofball shit like the Kevin Owens show and is like, you know, Nia Jax comes down to the ring and he gets out of the ring. You know, like, oh, no, right. you know, it, it just dumb shit like that. And I'm like, you can be a comedy guy, hokey and funny. I mean, look, shoot, look at The Rock, you know, and I mean, look at Kurt Angle. You know, when he was doing comedy stuff, when he was wrestling, mm-hmm. but also a, a serious, legitimate, you know, threat inside the ring. They don't know how to do that. They don't know how to do that anymore and, and live in both both worlds. Right. Because for whatever reason, those people come off like idiots. So anyway, I said that earlier about Matt Riddle and like, I fear that that's going to be the same situation with him too. What's well, that whole like entertainment factor? It's, it's got to be entertainment. It's, it, we got to have, we got to have segments and... We got to have like scripted promos and yeah, mm-hmm. it's, I don't, I don't know. But it's like, just, again, if, if, 
if Kurt Angle or The Rock or whatever, we're, we're doing like a goofy, funny segment or whatever, and then like the threat of a fight comes up, mm-hmm. they turn, they, they flip the switch. And it's like, yeah, it gets serious. Oh, if, there, if it's a fight you want, then a fight, you know, whatever. Yeah. But with like Kevin Owens or, and we've already said this before, but AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan fighting in Vince McMahon's office. All of a sudden, they're children. <laughs> you were scared. No, you were scared. Get out. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It just, what are you doing? Like, it seriously is hard to watch sometimes. And so, therefore, I usually just don't watch it. But <laughs> uh, It's, yeah, it's, they're more concerned about presenting for lack of a better word, like a variety show right. instead of like a pro wrestling product. Yeah. And it shows. <laughs> it shows big time. Yeah, it really does. I, And that's sometimes I feel guilty when AEW beats NXT, but like, you know, and NXT doesn't do very well. Mm-hmm. You know, Even though NXT is is a great show, it it's is a great, it absolutely pro is. wrestling show. Yeah, I mean, there's been some facets of you know the WWE style of putting on mm-hmm. a show that's you know got into NXT, but it's not to the yeah. point where it's like, oh my god, this is this is making me cringe. Like watching it, why am I watching that? Where's my remote? You know, right? But yeah. It's just like that whole variety show mentality of what wrestling is today. I mean, it can still be entertaining, but at the end of the day, it still needs to be pro wrestling, too. I think. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, Jericho (laughs) is one of the best comedy characters you know of my lifetime Mm -hmm. and you know the fact that he gets to do whatever he wants and say whatever he wants he's still a goofball Mm -hmm. he's still um i mean he's still a goofball but the difference is is it's actually funny it's not like corny Mm -hmm. and the other aspect is he turns it on when he needs to. Like, again, his fight with Mike Tyson. Yeah. He's a goofball and whatever, and everyone's kind of, you know, having fun at his expense. And then he's like, I want Mike Tyson's head on a platter. Mm-hmm. You know, and whatever. There's a way to do it, and WWE doesn't know how any- anymore. Um, I know we've bash WWE quite a bit but um what did you think of the stadium stampede match cuz there if we're being honest there were elements of that type of pro wrestling in that match there were there were it was um it was on the edge I'll be honest yeah i i was like i don't know about this um i like the idea Mm-hmm. of it I thought the idea was cool of having like this you know these two you know factions you know go at it inside of a big stadium like that 
I like yeah. that. Um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> some yeah. things that um, I caught highlights of, I was kind of like, uh, yeah, I don't know about this. Yeah, I mean, it was fun and it was whatever. But yeah, there were parts of it that I was like, uh, I kind of feel like they should have done whatever they could to keep the elite and inner circle apart longer. Wait until you can have fans back in an arena and mm-hmm. then just have your blood and guts match. Yeah. You know, don't spoil it with some of this other stuff. And who knows, maybe it'll it'll build back up and they'll do something. But yeah. And yeah. Matt Hardy will find a way to transform into some of his other personas. Yeah. <laughs> if there happens to be a pool ne- nearby. <laughs> <laughs> right. I uh, yeah. Uh, I I wasn't into that. I'm just gonna come out and say I wasn't into that at all. So yeah, I, I guess there is a good and a bad thing to having creative freedom, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So what was your worst of the week? Uh, I guess it was <laughs> raw, I don't know. Raw, but... <laughs> raw or something like that. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. Yeah. There's the well, segments out of the way, and... I'd say that was pretty good. We talked... Uh, Talked about AEW at long length. Talked mm-hmm. about NXT. Talked about WWE. We even talked about indie wrestling this time. That's right. If anyone had a complaint about us, you know, not talking about indie wrestling, boom. <laughs> Granted, it is more more so your experience in indie wrestling. <laughs> no, we said uh, Bloodsport. Oh, yeah, Bloodsport. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And you wrestling in cold water, so. Pfft. Yeah. There you go, people. <laughs> Come at us now. <laughs> yeah. And we mentioned Johnny Dynamo, Jack Thriller, and both Terry Stevens and Alex Trent. <laughs> and Johnny Jesus, and Johnny Dynamo's way more <laughs> successful pro wrestling cousin, Donnie Dynamo. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. It's actually Donald Trump's wrestling persona. Donnie Dynamo. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's Um, yeah. (laughs) So that's that. Uh, Give us give us the give us the outro, man. The outro. Um, Outro. Well, fight pit. Fight pit. Um, that's gonna be our new thing. possibly i hope so um you can find us on facebook twitter instagram at quick pain pod we also have a website quickpainpod.com where if you'd like to send us an email and tell us how we're doing or how we can be better just anything because we need an email we need something sent to us all right let us know please please uh, also, we are a part of WrestlingHeadlines.com. We will, uh, our video version will be posted on WrestlingHeadlines.com and on their YouTube page, WrestlingHeadlines.com. And we are also available on all podcasting platforms. Um, 
if you are able to maybe leave a rating for the podcast. Yeah. Know, anything that you'd like, a five, a four and a half, or <laughs> somebody recently did a one, whatever. <laughs> that's Hey, that's I appreciate your opinion. them taking time out of their day. Yes, but if you're going to leave a one, at least explain why. So I feel like maybe it was my wife. Like maybe, maybe I pissed her off that day. She's like, "That's it, one star." As soon as that condenser came to the door, she's like, "Oh, one star rating." <laughs> you son of a, take that! But this isn't baby clothes. Yeah, you lied. <laughs> one star. You said this was for our baby. It is. Now she can hear me more clearly when she listens to the podcast. Right. Like, now he can hear me more clearly when we do our show together. That was it. Hello. <laughs> is this on? <laughs> is this on? Did we cut out for a second? <laughs> uh, you panicked. Yeah. Like, oh, God. I, fucked. I messed up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, and checking out uh, the show. Hopefully, Dylan doesn't have something unexpected show up next week. Other things to do next week. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully, he's just being lazy and we can get another show done next week. Right. (laughs) So, until then, uh, have a great week, everyone. Yeah, thanks, guys, for listening. See ya. See ya.